I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Welcome. It's Michelle. If you happen to be new to the podcast, I'm getting my tea right now. I'm making a little bit of a jasmine tea with a little bit of oat, almond, coconut milk. You hear, the, that's the, you hear that little beep? That's my frother, my electric frother. Cannot be without my electric frother. <laughs> All right, gang, we are going to dive in today. You've got me the whole day, and um, I've been connecting in with the guides and oversouls. Uh, so a lot of information coming up. Of course, I'll be doing readings. If you're new to that, um, I the first half of the program, I tune in. Sometimes we have an awakening guest, um, sometimes not. And um, it gives me a chance to connect with all of you a little bit more. All right, so much going on. Um, okay, if you're new to this podcast, um, if you want to listen by phone, the number is 347 Five three nine five one two two. That's three four seven five three nine five one two two. Press one on your keypad if you have a question, a comment, you want a reading. I am going to go over Pluto in the signs, but I'm also going to get into the collective soul or the group soul. Um, this is a very very amazing time in our life. We will not see this again, but we came here for this. All right, cryptic. Also, I want to ask you, implored with you, plead with you, oh, my God. No, um, I just want to invite you <laughs> to a few, a few invites, gang. Okay, one is Patreon. Come hang out there. We have a great time on Patreon. If you want to be supported during these times and you really want to thrive, I am seeing such changes, especially some people are working with me individually. We have a program for that and with patreon i just people are thriving and soul expressing soul scribing their soul they're having anyway it's just amazing also um invite you to connect with me at soul insights and tarot uh on youtube that little channel that little community is growing and there's a there's a plan in place to merge everything and do deep dives this is the year this is the kick-off year to so much collectively and individually. And I'm playing in the energy in that field. I want to support, inspire, motivate, and hang out in that field, that field of creative consciousness. So if that's something you want to do and you really want to transform your life, and I mean really, I've got the receipts for that. Um, and I'm starting to put them out there. I haven't really, even though I've had this podcast 
I have been very low-key with what I do behind the scenes and the types of people I work with. So now what I want to, what I want to do is not only do that now for myself, because really, maybe it's my Libra rising, I have really enjoyed helping my clients, and I will always do that, or my mentees, or people that I just, I call them travel with for a while, to really thrive and be more public with their soul gifts. And I love doing that. So I want to do that in a, in a different way. I'm, I'm putting a way together to do that with more people, not just individually. And part of the reason is is because the people that I work with happen to be with part of my Pluto conjunct, my son, um, most of them are doing something very transformative, not just for themselves, but in a group level. So I always tell my clients, whether they're, you know, some of them, you know, all levels, let's just say all levels of society. Um, But some of them are even in, like, government or they're in banking, they're in high finance, um, you know, or they're a well-known celebrity of some sort, you know, whether in music or TV or whatever. And a lot of them sometimes say, well, what am I really doing and I'm like, well, you're doing by your consciousness, by your consciousness being different. You are doing. And and that's really kind of what is needed in this Aquarian age, and it's going to keep, keeps, you know, that that is the focus. It's not so much what we do externally, though that, that has a, a part in it also. If something is your soul's destiny or journey or gives you joy, but you could be greatly impacting the world by those everyday small decisions and your focus, it, whatever field that you're in, whatever you're doing, you know, or especially working with children, of course, you know, uh, the stewardship of uh, being with children or raising children, the stewardship that's there, because that's what it is. It's a stewardship. So there's many ways that people are accessing their their soul gifts now, and that's going to be that's going to be much more known. And I'm going to talk more about that and how to know if you're accessing those soul gifts and really truly on your soul path, your soul journey. What does that mean? You know, we talk about this a lot on Patreon. What does it mean to be to move from a life journey to a soul journey? They're very different, and not everybody's meant to do the soul journey or the soul path journey. And that's okay, you know. Not everybody's meant to be a virtuoso on the piano. I mean, I've tried. I tried to learn piano or guitar, and I couldn't make it past one song. And you know what that song was on the piano? Chopsticks. I don't know. It's just I learned something. That I'm like my mind is like a sieve for those things. But some people are amazingly talented in those areas. So it's important to understand what your true talent is and find joy in that. We're letting go of that prefab or conditioning, the condition response patterns, the conditioning of how to be successful in life, what to do in life. We're redefining. All of that is getting redefined. And there are people that are bridging and helping in this. But many people have to work within the system. You have to you have to know if you're within the system. I kind of call it like a spy, you know, Matahari, like a spy. You're in the system, but you're doing things differently. Because there are people that need that. We need different people with different gifts in different places. Seeds 
especially if you're a star seed. That's why it's called a star seed. A lot of people don't realize that because you're seeded with this information and you're seeding the places that you are sent to. You're seeding that ground with consciousness, that, that group, that place, that system, that institution. You're seeding it. So, yes, yeah, I happened to be a star seed in a walk-in, found out at age eight, and then a wonderful teacher in my 20s, Elliot Tanzer, had, told, had confirmed that. I didn't even know what one was. I just used to take a lot of massive notes when I was growing up of messages I would receive through visions, dreams, psychic messages. Uh, you know, back in the day, we did not have the Internet, right? We had to go to the library, or we had to meet people on the road that would give you those messages. You know, like one woman, I can't remember, I was in a group, and she said, you're like a mustard seed. And I'm like, what? And she goes, the mustard seed, you grow through anything and thrive. You go, grow through your hardships. You've grown and you shine. You know, I mean, honestly, in a way, and, and I still have a lot of those kind of experiences. I'm sure a lot of you do where you just meet someone and they say something to you or very important in your life. But if I may say so, back in the day when you didn't have the Internet, it was pretty profound because that was the only way you got your messages. It really was lip to ear, like back in the, the days of hermetic philosophy. And a lot of teachers I studied with, they would not, and they still do not, put that information in printed material, especially when you study shamanically. A true shaman does not have stuff written out. You know, the, the true teachers and masters, it's lip to ear, and it's individual to you and your path. They're, they don't write books about it. They're, they're very low-key. They're very potent. Um, but there is meant to be more, obviously, more, well, more known and put out there. And some of it's a bit diluted, but we need that because we're in a very transitional state or phase. And trust me, believe me, if you, there's a lot of things. I remember early on my path, I had certain books that teachers had recommended, and I couldn't understand. I thought it was a crock of ish. I was like, what is this? And then years later, when I had one of my major awakenings working with the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls, when they came to me and stayed with me, and I saw them the visually, you know, like a, kind of like an apparition, and they told me who they were, I was like, who are you? What? And then I started doing research. I, you know, I looked online. I talked to people. I was like, what is going on? What is this? I don't know. I don't know. I found it in one of the books I had been given from one of my teachers to read. And now I was able to read that book cover to cover and understand it. But see, I was blocked before. A lot of people don't realize this. A lot of people get books or they study with teachers and they have no idea until months or years later when the veil, your own veil is lifted, and then you can understand. So sometimes you'll meet a teacher or you'll work with someone, you know, a guide, a mentor, or it could, that guidance or mentoring could come through a book or through a class or you're studying with a particular t teacher or coach or guide, and you don't understand everything. And then later you go, oh, now I see. So we have our own veils not just the universe or the earth, but we have our own veils of limitation and unconsciousness, veil, the veils of ignorance that we just don't know, and we don't know what we don't know. But I, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget that. I, because I, I got to page eight in the book. It was an Alice Bailey book. 
I got to page eight and I couldn't read anymore. It was just gobbledygook to me. But when I had this experience, I, I was going through all my books. I was, I, I, I was going through everything. Books, people asking and trying to describe. And, and some people, oh, yeah, your channel, your voice changes. Is it like Bashar? I'm like, no, no, no. But I'm getting all this information of what's to come and individual information on people. And then they're coming to me and I'm giving them readings or I meet someone and then later I have all this information and it wasn't until I was in England that people had had similar experiences, but I was pretty much alone going, what in the heck is going on with me, until I looked in the index, and I was, and there was just a small passage, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I'm connecting with. That's what's happening. So anyway, so please come connect on, um, you know, Soul Insights and Tarot, on YouTube, also Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. would be great for you to subscribe there as well. Show that support and just hang out. Just prepare for what we're for. So you're already on the list. And speaking of list, if you want to get on the list to keep in the loop of new stuff that's coming up and receive some goodies, uh, you can email me at, let's see, Either awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. That's good for guest suggestions, topic suggestions. You know, if you want us to interview someone or have someone on the show and have an awakening dialogue, they're really conversations and dialogues. I find interviewing very boring. I don't want to just hear an interview. I can go and research somebody or go in their Wikipedia if I want to find out the facts and figures. But I love the dialogue. I love the conversation. So if that's something that you you know, maybe you want to hear a particular conversation or dialogue, um, let us know, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And you can always email me, info at soulplayground.life or Michelle, with one L, at soulplayground.life. Yeah, let's keep connected. All right, gang, call in number 347-539-5122. I just want to go over a little bit of... What I was getting with this morning in my meditation, um, when I found out I was doing this, the show, I was really getting a connection with Pluto and Aquarius with the collective soul or the group soul, and it fit in with some information that I started receiving. And I'm going to dive into it more. I'm not going to go into all of it today. I'll do probably a part two or weave it in another, you know, an upcoming, maybe next week's podcast or over. The thing is to understand that Aquarius connects us into our group consciousness, our group awareness. It connects into, on a higher vibrational frequency, the 11th dimension or the 11th, and the 11th chakra, that portal of energy that has to do with our groups, like-mindedness. Now, the lower octave of this Aquarian energy has a lot to do with cults and, and fads and trends and kind of the my group's better than your group or my country is better you know it, it, but it is the it is the awareness on on a, whether it's a low level medium level or high level awareness of our group consciousness that on some level etherically we are all one we are or we're or we're systemized or co- and we're codified by our likes our preference preferences it's like golfers hanging out with golfers 
guitar players hanging out with guitar players, astrologers hanging out with astrologers, or tarot readers hanging out with tarot readers, or um, you know, people that sing in the choir, love music, or dancers hanging out with dancers. But then there's also layovers or crossovers, right? There might be somebody that's into astrology, but they're into tarot, they're into the Kabbalah, or they're into you know, metaphysics of all kind or just self-improvement. So we do have all these overlappings, subgroups within groups, but we do incarnate in main groups, what are called soul groups, that have a particular resonance or complex of frequencies and resonance and certain beliefs, ideology, and experiences. So if you called the people that you're most connected to and all your friends or people that you've had meaningful experiences, you're going to have a similar background. You're going to have similar experiences and similar orientation. And so that's wonderful, but the lower vibrational or less conscious aspect of that is the us and them, is what we call the identity, you know, identity politics or pushing identity. On the higher level, the soul wants us to identify, to connect with what gives us joy or a meaning of belonging, but not at cutting off. The soul does not like to cut off, and the highest level of Aquarius does not like to cut off, but it is a fixed sign. So if it's at the lower vibrational frequency, it is going to be an energy through people that try to tell you what to do and control you. Aquarius energy can be very controlling, especially if you have uh, Mercury in Aquarius. That's how your mind thinks. And they're very close to ideas. Now, my, my there'll be full disclosure, my uh, Mercury is in Leo, which is fixed. So it can be similar to Aquarius. So I have to, I had to learn a while ago, in my mind, I say keep open, keep open. Just embrace that, take that in. That's through my training. A lot of people don't do that. They don't realize, oh, I could be a little closed, or I say no before I say yes. Unless you have self-awareness, and that awareness could come from your astrology chart or whatever, numerology. It could come from just psychological. If you've done enough psychological therapy, inner work, healing, you can understand your, you know, how you operate. So the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was around 1778, which brought a lot of revolution. And this morning in my meditation, I really understood why I started hearing around 2017 that the, the revolution, this revolution will be quiet, a silent revolution. And I've posted about this. I've talked about this. I did a whole post on Patreon about this. Yes, you're going to see outer revolution, more war, more skirmishes, you know, um, Civil war, civil unrest, yes, all of that, and I can get into that. I dive deep into all that kind of stuff into Patreon because I don't have to censor. Um, French Revolution, but also the Industrial Revolution. Okay, It's also the time right around the late 1600s with church and state, that whole idea of separating out. And in around 17, I think 1778, 1780, 1778 I think it was, support of Governments had to support religion now became voluntary um, support. Now, this is big. Why is this? Because back in the day, you had to, tithing, people had to support a a religion. They had to to support the church. And the state, the government had to support the church. So the church was the strong arm. Now it's been a little bit, 
and we went through a chain a little bit different where the the, the the church was applying pressure on the government and so it became voluntary in our in our constitution that if you wanted to support you know let's say ministers or priests or people of the cloth so to speak um, that it was voluntary then we moved to a place where they should be separate that you know but now i mean it is you know you look at 501c's or religious organizations that are supported by the government or the government they get government grants and they get um you know tax breaks that's going to be ending folks same with what i've said since 2011 end of federal government as we know it because we're going to be moving into a <laughs> There already is a one-world order. People just don't realize it. But let's say a, a, a like a boardroom, like a UN, like a, a governing, a different governing system, a different taxation uh, system, fees like apps, fee state. We're going into the fee, but also feudal. So within this control mechanism, um, like the Industrial Revolution, so much has been said. I've even said this about sleeping. You don't need eight hours a day. No, you don't. Why did we have this sleep schedule of get up at 6 a.m., whatever, 7 a.m., and work till 5? It was the Industrial Revolution. We've all been so conditioning. Your biorhythm, we have, we have general biorhythms and individual biorhythms of how, what t- way to sleep, which is more in waves, four to six hour waves. A lot of that is going to be coming back. A lot of that, because what happens in this Aquarian energetic flow and that Pluto in there that wants to transmute the energy and at this point due to the harmonic convergence of late 80s the harmonizing principle is coming back in and we're actually ascending we have been descending since we the incarnation on on earth whether you want to look at the, the you know hybrid situation however you want to call it humanity becoming we've been we've been ingressing we have been descending now we're on the ascent which doesn't mean we're not going to be on earth or play on earth it's not that earth is a bad thing but our consciousness and the ascension we're going to be less overly focused on the material and we're going to be integrating other dimensional aspects of us as we ascend out of the extremes of polarity that's what's meant by ascension it has nothing to do with popping out of the sky or another dimension people talk about fifth dimension uh, i've been living all dimensions i had my aura done and it was it was magenta i had clearly in photography so a lot of us have already come in we've been accessing 11 12 13 15 <laughs> dimension you know that's all kind of i don't know it's fun to play around with and sometimes i put a post i'll put 5d but it, it's not anybody go anywhere it's an extension or expansion in consciousness and less of a focus on only the what solidifies life. You know, things are going to get a bit more wiggly in life. Not just uncertainty, but what we perceive as a set reality or a solid reality or solid form. So we're going to be coming much more in contact with the formless. Now, let's be clear. You incarnate on Earth or through Earth to experience form, to experience density, to experience contrast. We don't have that in this way on other planets. And other dimensional aspects of us are more stay in group consciousness, and that's where this the collective soul comes in, the oversoul. 
this silent revolution that is strong is coming from the 144,000, which is 144 million, if you will, or a billion. It's the awakening of those that have been seated with the future that are going to be connecting to their future self in the present moment to access those gifts and live from that place. It is the, the star seed. It is the starred one. It is the way shower. But they're not, they're not marching and screaming. They're, they're helping to build a new future, new reality, a new way of being on earth. They're helping to bridge. They're helping, helping by opening up to their consciousness and their next level of soul expression through self-expression, creativity, that soul expression to live more authentically and to begin to connect with others and gathering. Now, we are in the phase of the gathering, that does, but make no mistake, a lot of people are going to be gathering for different purposes. So this is why it's really important to trust your gut, your inner knowing, and your body wisdom, your instinctual awareness. Are you part of the destruction? Are you part of the building or rebuilding? Are you birthing? Because everything is going to be happening simultaneously. Um, as it always does. However, it's just going because it's going to be amplified because we have the thing called the Internet. And, and we can use that or online, we can use that to amplify our message. So a lot of messages are going to be amplified. So the other thing that the guides were telling me in the Oversouls is this, is the large, this transit is the largest group of starseeds and light workers that have been on the planet. We've had bits of bits. But this is the largest incarnation because we literally are turning the wheel of fate. We're turning destiny. Okay, it's almost like we've been, you know, if you've ever been in a car going fast and all of you doesn't have to turn the wheel because you realize, oh my God, I'm about to veer in the next lane, or I'm, you know, or maybe I'm about to go off that cliff. We're veering. It's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard right. It's a hard veer, but it may look on the surface, soft. It may look like water. It might look like, oh, people are spending less money in this way, less buying less of this, uh, being, you know, fooled about this. And they're just kind of walking away, kind of going in a new direction. So Pluto transmutes to transform. Pluto, which when they call dwarf planet, is no dwarf, but the Pluto symbolism is how small things it's about potent-sized energy, if you know anything about um, homeopathy. It's potent-sized. Pluto is potent-sized. It, it releases potential, almost like an atom, but, it, but it, it, break, and it breaks things down, dissolves things, but it also lifts. It's like the phoenix. Okay, when you, lo- when you look at Pluto in its highest vibrational frequency, it is the phoenix. It moves from the Scorpio to the eagle to the phoenix. And so it takes what is left and creates something new. So a lot of people focus on it, the destruction. If you align to the Plutonian energies, you will already see what is dissolving and you will use that energy. That's something I'm getting a lot of the people I work with on Patreon and we're, we're, uh, what we're doing on Patreon and what I'm doing individually with some of my clients that are bridging. I'm saying you have to work with that energy. See, we're, we're taught in the, in the ego world, you know, mainstream world, leave it, drop it. Cut it off. Go. No. If you're if you're a metaphysician and or, or an alchemist, you know that you take that you take that lead, and there's a process that you do to distill that lead 
and you you know you turn it into gold so Pluto in Aquarius is very much going to be about working with what you have and how do you transmute that energy? How do you allow yourself to be transmuted spiritually? Pluto is a very, very, all signs are, or or planets are rather spiritual, but Pluto in the the realm of spirituality is really one of the, to me, in some ways even more so than Neptune. Because Neptune you can get deluded. Pluto doesn't let you get deluded, unless lower level like power struggles. But even that, Pluto will work on you, especially if you have it, you know, placed well in your chart or there's some aspect, if it's aspecting, um, you know, depending on what sign and depending what planets, it's, you know, other planets it's aspecting. But Pluto eventually doesn't let you get away with anything because it wants to purify, it wants to release, like the ad- it wants to release what, the potential. The Pluto is like a seed that's also like a little atomic bomb you know it's like a seed it's but what does the seed do it busts under the ground and this something sprouts so the seed has to get busted and that's what's happening with pluto and aquarius and when i go quickly into each sign and then we'll get to your questions and your you know um you know, if you want a reading or want to know more but i i felt like this is really important especially because it came through in my work with the Oversouls today to focus on that transformation and and but the transmutation. How are you transmute? How is your energy transmuting the energy of where you live? Look for the subtle changes. What doesn't seem to work? What's an irritation? What's transmuting in your life where you're like, oh, I wish I could do this. My energy is going over here. But again, in the ego way, we want to go. Oh, I'm done with this. No, you have to work with the energy. You may see where you're going. Believe me, I see this all the time, not just for myself but my clients. I'm seeing the future, but they're not there yet. So part of the channel guidance that I do is how do you get there where your soul wants you to go? You guys, that's the earth game, like it or not. I sometimes don't like it. We have to do the grunt work to get there. You can see all the visions. This is why a lot of times, and I had a client recently, uh, Anne is her name. I won't go into detail, but... I've tried to help this person. It's like, listen, I can see where you're going, the potential. You're seated with the potential. We're all seated. But if you don't do the steps to change what, how you think or feel or whatever it is, whatever sticks us, it's always something emotionally. We have to change. That's the transmutation, the, the quality of energy or how we use our energy. And it's so individual. I hope you guys are feeling this, though. It's very individual. It's like I was getting a certain feeling like, okay, you're going to work differently or you're going to, you know, start your your inner work and what you do on your own earlier than the exercise. So the exercise and then the other and go here. I really listen. And then consequently what happened is, you know, different clients that I'm working with are overseas like four new ones, four or six new people that I had to do that, that that could only have one time, and then also I'm receiving the downloads. I'm resting my body, but I'm really receiving the downloads instead of breaking the energy by going out or walk. You know, and then I receive the downloads, and then when I walk, I can give those downloads to the, my, the people on Patreon, the Soul Path Journeyers on Patreon, and Soul Path Seekers. 
I can by what I've received, so I don't lose it, right? Because it's fleeting. You got to write it down, or you got to you know do a voice note on it. So you're going to need to look where is your energy changing, and how is your energy changing? Because that's where the transformation, the biggest transformation, because. This Pluto and Aquarius is bringing, it's about the individual. We had Pluto and Capricorn, yes, individuals comprise systems, but Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn showed us where is our process on Earth not working? Institutions, systems, codifying and putting things together. Capricorn ruled by Saturn and also in the tarot is the devil. It has to do with material form, materialization manifestation also, making the material re- what real or what we see etherically or in our mind or our ideas and make it, maintaining and stabilizing it. That's why it has a lot to do with um, groups and organizations and corporations and governments because it's like we have an ideal, but then we have to put a group. We have to have a team. I work with a team. We have to put an organization together, you know, an office, a family all of those are systems. A family as a system is under Capricorn. And it, it, it's how we interact within groups, if you're looking at Capricorn being in the, the, you know, the high part of the chart, the 10th the tenth house. It's external. It's the group. It's how do we have to have groups to kind of get along, to navigate, Right. So if you want to know about astrology, maybe you're reading astrology, maybe you, you know, go to a course, but eventually you go to an astrology workshop or group. Maybe you work one-on-one, but eventually there's some kind of group learning. So when you get to Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius says, aha, the individual is made out of the, is, it makes up the group. So in Aquarius, there's a focus, yes, a lot on groups, group-mindedness, low-level identity, over-focus over on, on little identities, you know, overly earthed, let's just say, identity politics, us and them, um, my ideas are better than your ideas, you know, war, civil war. It's all about establishing, with that Pluto, of course, establishing power, power over. Mine's better than yours. My idea, my group deserves more than your group. This is a different time, though, because this time and also last time, it was about somehow leveling this playing field, like leveling up. Yeah, your group can be pretty cool too, but so is my group, okay? So the soul, the difference though is we're in this time of the soul alignment. The soul, which I've been talking about since late 80s, this is my thing, why I incarnated, has not been ever taken into account. Maybe a small way in a religious way, you know, especially in the Catholicism or Christianity, but soul is beyond that. Soul simply means psyche. When you talk about the psyche in Latin, it's the soul. It's identifying beyond ego level. It's identifying your blueprint, your authentic being, all aspects of you, you know, thoughts, dreams, goals, desires, vibrate, you know, your complex of vibrational frequencies, resonance, your, your being. So there is an aspect of the soul that is coming out more for everyone. Some of you, it's going to be fighting, you know, out there, whatever. That it's, it's a very kind of sassy, bossy part or very defined. It's, it's, very, um, it's a definitive aspect of your being. Now think about it because Aquarius is, is, you know, fixed sign. 
it is an aspect of you that is very on point, in charge, is, is inspired for something bigger than yourself because that's also Aquarius. But this time the Aquarian energy isn't just like back in the 1700s. It was about the group. This is about the individual within the group. So there's a very different dynamic that's taking place. How does the individual thrive within group consciousness? How does the individual soul thrive connected through the collective soul into an individual and group reality on the earth plane? So this is why a lot is going to be done differently with individuals. This, this awakening aspect will have a lot to do with individuals. A lot of people are going to be disappointed by their groups whether it's a political group or religious group, you're, gonna, you're going to see, oh, I was sold a bill of goods or, or this isn't really that or that person isn't all that because the push is back into one's own soul identity. And when you connect into the soul, that means your intuition, your body wisdom, your, underst- your understanding. Those that are willing to do the research and bring things back to their own inner knowing and also do the research, whether books or online or different podcasts, and then make your own decisions, you will do well. But if you try to stay in that era of waiting for the Savior, and that's what a lot of these institutions are looking for, whether it's political, governmental, um, you know, celebrity, influencer, whatever you want to call them. They're hoping that people, and a lot of people will get fooled, whether it's AI, like this is the answer. But at the end of this Pluto Aquarius, people will realize I was duped. Not everyone. Not everyone's going to fall into the trap. But the mainstream, the collective, the collective consciousness, the mainstream consciousness, the humanity, the bulk, because that's what it's going to cause to wake them up. That's why this part's called the root awakening that I got fooled because I believed this on paper or they were one of me. No, it's individual. You're going to, and Pluto and Aquarius is going to teach people you've got to connect in individually. Just because someone's in your church doesn't mean they're to completely be trusted. You have to vet them, whatever that means for you. You have to vet the person. It's the person. And you have to realize also where our consciousness is in the human, you know, human consciousness at the level of the race consciousness, human race consciousness. We're not going to get that savior that everybody's looking for in a president if you're in the United States. Whatever country you're in, you're not going to get that savior because we are not there in group consciousness yet. We're not there enough. We will be in 2050. We will be. <laughs> We're getting there, but we are not there yet. So the idea is eventually what will happen is the false gods. That's what it's meant. False gods has nothing to do with idols or whatever, if you really look at the Bible and you understand it metaphysically. It has to do with people making other people a god, a false god. Everybody's an aspect of God, or you could say a god, but they're not a god to be worshipped or followed because then you're denouncing yourself, the hard work. So you're going to see, and I've been saying this since 2011, the fall of the celebrity, the influencer, all of that. What does that name, influencer? I, somebody put, I saw one time put, I'm an influencer, you know, on their, I'm an influencer. What, what does that mean? You're an influencer. Yeah, you get money, you get a lot of subscribers or likes, and you get these brand deals. That doesn't mean you're an influencer. What are you influencing for the better good? So the true influencer is the person that changes your life in a conversation, 
or just by being kind when you're unkind and freaking out. So you're going to see, because what's going to happen, just like I predicted in the 90s when I was working with all those stockbrokers and traders, I said everybody's going to be trading online with computers, regular people. I got lapped, what is that word, harassed, ridiculed, because um, I was doing these workshops and I was channeling for different traders and stockbrokers and I was working with some of them one-on-one with the hypnotherapy. That'll never happen. I said, yeah, and these expensive seats you have yearly, you pay 750000 for, those are going to go by the wayside. And people trading in the pit, that's going to go by the wayside. It's The common person's going to be trading. Six months to a year later, E-Trade and all those things came out. And my client, oh, my God, I can't believe Michelle said this. And then people scrambled. And I told them, I told these traders, I said, sell those seats. I'm not going to sell these seats. This seat has been in my family for generations. I said, sell. Nobody's going to buy that seat. Right now you're getting insider information from my guides. Sell the seats. A couple of the traders sold the seats, and, and they got, you know, whatever, $750,000, $800,000 for the trading seat. The ones that didn't listen, it it was going because I tracked it. It was like seven hundred fifty, seven forty nine to five hundred, three hundred, two hundred, a hundred. <laughs> Some of them sold it right around three to three fifty, and then you know some held on to it. A lot of them sold, ended up selling it. So make no mistake, this energy, this Aquarian energy, has been working on us already. This this you know it doesn't just just happen on January 20th. This concept is beyond astrology. It is a metaphysical concept. It is a concept of the earth and the evolution of the earth and and how the game on earth is changing. And so what used to be the regular person or common man, you have a lot or common person, the commoner, is going to realize their power and their empowerment to shape reality, not just their own reality, but the reality of those around them, the groups, and also Earth. So it's like the power is in the small package. We're also going to be aligning the solar energy and lunar energy. The solar and lunar natures will be alchemized and to be rebalanced and reintegrated. So this brings in the solar energy and lunar energy to elevate it, to understand our lunar and solar nature more. Because even though Aquarius is looked at as a masculine sign, it's really a balance. It's it's neutral. And that's the true um, non-binary, if you will. It it is binary, but it's it's the blending of the masculine, feminine, the electrical, magnetic. In the highest vibrational level of Aquarius, People say, oh, well, it's, um, I can't think of the word, but non-binary or it's, you know, uh, not either sex, right? But that's not true. It's both. And it births a new understanding of the masculine and the feminine. It doesn't get rid of the ma- That's a lower vibration. It doesn't get rid of the masculine and feminine, and it doesn't mush them together. Because obviously source energies is all, is all Right? But to manifest, this is very key, to manifest, you have to understand the masculine principle within yourself and in the world and the feminine within yourself and the world, which is also the electrical and the magnetic aspect. 
uh, within the world. You have to understand the void and what comes out of the void, and whatever comes out of the void goes back into the void. So for those of you that are into alchemy or you're fledgling metaphys- metaphysicians or you're involved in metaphysics, you know, metaphysics, maybe you're very knowledgeable in metaphysics, this is going to be a very interesting and powerful time for you because you're going to get to play out some of these things that you understand maybe more academically or through research or courses or classes. You're going to begin, be able to more utilize it because we're we're moving more into the mentalization on the earth plane. We still ha- It's about manifesting. Because that's what Earth does. It's about making it visible, manifested form. It's about form. It's about the material. But because we're moving more into the mental realm, that opens us up more into the etheric field, into the astral, the akashic, and the spirit realm. The mentalism will be much easier to do now, to make the changes through connecting into the, the mental and spiritual realm. And that's because that, the mental, that is the aspect or the, the portal of Aquarius. Um, okay, I'm going to get to a couple readings and then online, and then I'm going to get into, uh, we'll do just a quick visit on um, Pluto transit in the houses, like how is it going to affect your, uh, if you look at your ascendant or rising sign, that will tell you what the house placement is. I find that is the best way to look at what is actually being um, transmuted transformed and activated okay Aquarian energy is very much about activation it can bring some attunement if you're in the right place you'll feel attuned but if you're in the wrong group or the wrong place you won't feel um, you won't feel that you're resonating you won't feel that it you know you actually won't get activated Right. It's like if I, it, except for a short period of time. So let's say I'm with a group. I don't know why I keep saying golfers. Let's say I'm in a, a, I'm hanging out a lot with a group of golfers, and that's really their thing. I don't really know anything about golf. You see what I'm saying? So it's going to be really important for everyone to check in. Am I in the right place for me to thrive? You know. Now I've been in all kinds of groups, even when I've done tech talks. Um, very few people knew what I was talking about because I started working, you know, with people that were more into technology and doing public speaking in those groups. I liked it uh, a lot because they weren't that they didn't know much about it. But also there were crossovers for me metaphysically. But I wouldn't hang out with her forever because it was, you know, um, their understanding. Now they those kinds of groups, the people with the the people within their, those groups have had their own shifting. So they're more aware of meditation or, you know, maybe meditative states. Uh, But it's still through a different lens. It's not through a mystical, most of them, I should say. Not all. I can't bring, you know, can't use a broad brush or paint with a broad brush to generalize. Um, Not all. But most people in those fields, this is not their passion. They're not coming like I am as a starseed, walk-in, occultist, right, an astrologer, channeler, psychic medium. You know, I'm co- that's, this is my world, my flavor of the spirit, spirituality. They're just dipping in it and maybe using it for creativity or stress reduction um, or whatever, right? They're opening up more to that, but it's not their full orientation. So that Pluto and Aquarius is asking us, where's your orientation? Where Be in all groups, like I could be in a jewelry-making group because I love jewelry. 
and maybe some of them are also spiritual and metaphysical, or maybe they're not. You're going to float in different groups, but you need to find groups that orientate to your soul where there is a higher resonance to do the next level work. I'll leave you with that. Get to callers. Welcome everyone in the chat. Um, Yes, oh, did you interview Julia Gordon-Brammer? Her book, Tarot Life Lessons, was brilliant. Uh, Healer, yes, I did. Yes, I did in the chat. She, If you look um, back in the archives, either here or on YouTube, uh, she should be up. Welcome, everyone, in the chat. If you have questions, questiones, preguntales in the chat, let me know. Okay, let's get to callers. 347-539-5122 is the number, and press 1 on the keypad. Um, I'm going to get to callers. If I don't have time to do uh, Pluto and Aquarius, what house it will be transiting uh, for you based on your ascendant or rising sign, I will do that next week because um, I want to get to callers. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. This is Kate. Hi, Kate. Welcome. Thanks. We spoke um, a couple months ago regarding a legal situation with, um, and uh, it's still going on. Um, I have a court order mediation next week, and I wanted to see what you um, what you see, what you pick up. Okay, can you tell me a little bit more about, well, let me just look. Let's see. Let's just look and see what's. Now, was it delayed or something? Continued, delayed, whatever they call it? I feel like there's a, there's a it's almost like a retrograde energy. Um, they pushed for mediation, um, and we pushed back. Um, then what actually happened last month is that my husband passed away. And so Oh, Kate. Mm, okay. So sorry. I hope you were wasn't out of the blue, was it? Yes. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Let me just hold some space here. I want to send you some healing light. Hold. Boy, now you're doing this more on your own, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Now, you do have, I just want to, okay. Yeah, there it is. So So I don't know if it's continuing again or I'm just picking up that you wanted a lawsuit, then they wanted to do mediation. I get two things around you. I'm getting a child. Do you have a child? I do. I do. Okay, that's why. Okay. Because I'm getting a very strong connection with this child and like a source of it's helping you go on. And either you or this child has a a guardian angel or a guide that's also helping. So, you know, I don't know your thoughts or beliefs, but whatever it is, prayer or just I would – utilize more of that but this little guy is going to help you get through this being um is going to help you get through so let's see what's the mediation so you are doing mediation right yeah next week yeah they're really pushing back 
uh, yeah, my our status hasn't changed, um, and and that's what we're going to you know make crystal clear next week. Um, and I mean, there's I just want to. Well, it seems like you're in the right. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like it's it's going to be an it's an uphill battle is what I'm hearing. So it's going to take, and it may even continue again or go on, but it's saying not to, um, not to get up. Is it going to go to trial? Is it going to go to trial? There's a trial date. Oh, there is a trial date. Okay. Well, there is a potential trial date set, I guess. I don't know this whole, how it works, but they want to force this mediation first, but there is a potential trial date set. For okay, or this something. is why I'm getting, and I really, these kinds of things can be difficult on just for a quick tune in because I'm yeah. seeing all kinds of start, like a continuance, or I'm seeing, okay, it, it's like it seems to take all these little, I don't know, like loop, not loopholes, practically that's what it looks like. Curves, yeah. yes. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're not doing this or we're delaying or now because we're not doing the court, we're doing mediation that goes that route. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not getting mm-hmm. anywhere with mediation. Now we're going to go to court. I'm not so mm-hmm. sure. I think it's going to do all these curves. And then let's look because what you want. I think it's going to have to play out, but it, it may um, – Having to go to court, it may end up settling. Is that what you're hoping? Well, I want to go after them now. Like I want to sue them, and I want to countersue and for all the stress that they have put my family okay. through. Okay. So then you may, okay. So this is why I'm telling you it's curves. So it's not just psychic. So sometimes, so this. A small amount of this is is destiny. You know, you're in this thing, but how you handle it is really up to you. So that's why I'm seeing all the curves. So you probably do the mediation. That doesn't work. Then you want to go to court. Then they maybe want to settle. Then you don't want to settle because you want to sue. So I would just say, yes, Is there in the long run, is there a payoff for you? Yes. But I, all I can read right now very quickly in like the two-minute read is just all these twists and turns. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they may call your bluff and, okay, we're going to do this or we're not going to do that. But because if, if it's not just about you getting the money now, the settlement, and now you want to sue, that sets up a whole other thing, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. But um, we have support in the chat. People are supporting you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, I feel that. And, yeah, and you. sending you lots of love and healing light. Let's see somebody specifically. Thank you. Yeah, Jay did too. Said lots of love and light. Sending peace out to Kate, light going her way. Oh, yeah. thank you. All well, right, keep it posted. Call in any time you need or want to, Okay. 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 Bye. Thank you in the chat for all that light, that light peace. All right, callers, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. I'll take one or two more calls, and then we'll get to um, 
Pluto transiting. We'll talk a little bit more about Pluto. I'm excited for that. I feel like I've lived for this time. Uh, but I also remember when I incarnated, I had this look of, oh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello, you're Hello? There. Hi. Oh, hold on. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I think. I can now, yeah. I couldn't okay. a minute ago. I, I was um this is Gail calling you today. It's nice to listen mm-hmm. to what you're saying about the Pluto and Aquarius energy. It's really oh, what'd you spot think? On. As an astrologer, what was your thoughts? Yeah, it's really spot on. I, I was really it's really great. It's great information yeah. for everybody and it kind of leads into the question that I'm calling you with today because I'm doing something I would never normally do. So I'm calling in to check and see what you see coming in with it. Um, we okay. went ahead and put an offer on our our home that we wanted to buy up here. And because okay. of this market, I was not able to bring my other homes into the contingency to protect us because there's mm-hmm. multiple offers going on right now. And... I had to put, like, I would come up with a loan to get this property. So my question is, do you see everything working out with the other property selling and us being okay? Well, I definitely see you selling, and I definitely see you buying something. Okay. Okay. It also is showing choice. Okay, what's coming? I can definitely see psychically frantic stuff in boxes, stuff in getting outloaded. Was there something water, not not necessarily water damp, was there a leak somewhere? On the house that we're buying? No. In one of your homes? Yeah, yeah there is a water, that, a water that problem. That one's going. Yeah, there's something, the house, there's water problems, there's a leak, there's something going on. That gets fixed. Is that the one you're wanting to sell? We're selling that one and also the one that's in Paso Robles. Okay. So the other one may go more quick. One of them goes more first. Okay. I am so excited for you. Because I I saw the lead. I saw water and I saw cleaning that up. I saw getting that fixed or there's something like, I don't know if they call it spackle or whatever they put. There's like a little crease or crack or it could be just color like from the water, like it's a little tannish. It's a different color, discoloration. I see that getting fixed. Uh-huh. I see it getting painted. Um, whatever it is, it looks like it happens kind of quickly, like something is back. And there's a lot of, um, and I think it's this Aquarian energy, everybody that's listening, even uh, Kate when she called in, it feels like there's a lot of, if you think about Uranian energy, the Uranus, Saturn, there's a lot of kind of back and forth or this is happening, or this is stagnant, not moving, and boom, it moves. Something happens quickly. So I feel a lot yeah, of energy around me. Pardon? Is it? Because, yeah, I feel like, um, God, April, May, June is bunchy, is bunchy around you, like scrambling, even March. March, April, May, that's well, this, like this, bunchy energy. This girl is huh. supposed to close in two months. I mean, yeah, 60 days. But I mean, things are open, you know, as far as switching. Well, that, that could be Mar- that could February, March. What would, would that be? March or April? Be March, probably closer to April. Okay. 
Okay, closer to April. Yeah, April, May is really highlighted as bunchy, but it starts a bit in March. There's a scramble, and then April, May, a little bit in June, but April, May is just very time of Gemini that um, Aries, Aries to Gemini, but you're definitely moving. There is no doubt. Now, is it exactly that? I don't know. I, I feel it's this place, because I see your place is selling. One sells right. first. I feel it has to do with the water. Um, but I feel people boxing stuff up, get rid of this, get rid of this. I see trucks coming, you know, take this to whatever, you know, where you give stuff you don't want anymore. That Those things are going. Right. We're taking, we're not taking, we're buying all furniture in here. We're replacing, we're not taking that. Get rid You're going to, now, I do know you. You could be psychically a little pack ready. You're getting rid of stuff. I'm not taking this. I'm getting a new one. We're buying new. This has old energy. I'm getting rid of that. I'm taking, yeah, you're going to be going through. And someone's helping you. Someone comes in to help you move stuff. Like, I don't know. I see you pointing. Maybe it's just the movers. Like, take that, take this, take that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Yeah, you're you're a very good example. I would never want to do this. I would never normally do this and jump off a cliff like this, but I feel like it's the right thing I have to do, and it's almost like a test for me to trust. Oh, yeah. Telling you this is that new energy pattern, and also um, it's, it's that part of the soul. But you have been doing this. You've done a lot of inner work, a lot of focus. You've been listening and watching the signs. So you're, you're – you're in the you're, you're in the flow of what's meant to happen. Okay, great. It almost reminds me of when I moved to England at one time, and people were saying, "Oh, you're crazy." This one reader told an older man, he's like, "Do you know how many, how long it takes people to get as many clients as you have, and you have this?" And I just knew this was what I was meant to do. Yeah. And I went That's- there for three years. I came back. My sh- my. My TV show that I had was, anyway, was they brought other people in. They, they stopped the show. When I got back, they brought it back. Everything everything was there. So, no, you're being I know, so I guided. It. I love that. I love that. And that's what I think is happening yeah. now. Okay. You are being so right, guided. You. you are so, I, I can't wait till you tell everyone how everything happened. It, because you're going to be, you're helping so many people by just following your soul path, your I intuition, your gut. I, yeah, I am. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Take Big care. hug. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, love that. Oh, hi, you're on air. Whoops. Hi, you're on air. <laughs> Ciao from Bali. <laughs> it's Zoe. Zoe, Zoe. Bali, Zoe. How are you? <laughs> Welcome. Wow, such such a such a yeah. Thank you for having me. Such a cool um, intro, you know. Like wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I feel the same because I've been on this journey and now I'm like, what's what's happening? You know, this Aquarian uh, yeah. energy is wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, just wait. I'm Hopefully, so if I have the time, I'm going to go signs. into. That's what. As I have so many planets and, and fixed signs also, so it's like it's really interesting, like a 
for me, I'm like, wow, I feel a lot coming in, but it's like also not happening yet. So it's, it's, uh, but I feel it. <laughs> I feel a lot of, yeah, a lot but, of shifting. Else. Well, and with it, what's your, what's your, um, ascendant? Um, I'm Gemini. Ah, okay. Well, so things should should lighten up a bit. I'm going to go through each sign really quick um, if we have a chance to. But, yeah, what do we want to look at, Zoe? What do we want to do? Okay, so I have <laughs> – <laughs> um, so, again, I'm uh, in Are you in a relationship? Where <sighs> – I feel it coming. I uh, yeah, just, there's gonna be a relationship. Brief, yeah, I feel it, and I'm like, so there's 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 this weird thing of where the universe isn't really letting me find this new location. So I'm like, where does the location come in? And it's like, oh well, it's connected to people or other person. Or I'm just like, what is that? So I'm like, mm-hmm. where is this other person? So yeah, I guess this is a. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, is it is it coming? Because I'm. You know, so much Scorpio. I don't have a lot of patience, but I'm I'm doing my best here, Michelle. Well, that that Pluto in a you know in Aquarius is going to be squaring you. I don't know what. Uh, let's see if you have Gemini. You've got what did you say? You've got well, you're oh, your rising is in Gemini. My rising is in Gemini. And so I, have with, uh, I have like Scorpio. two or three Scorpios. And Pluto is, I have anoretic degree in Libra, Pluto. So I know there's some big mm. uh, shit happening. Yeah, hitting your south node. And um, let's see. Yeah, you're going to be reframing. Okay, here's the thing. I feel this is about you connecting with your self and a bigger vision for yourself before the quote-unquote the one comes in. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, you're about to... um, You're about to, this is about connecting in to your soul's path, your soul purpose, uh, getting a higher philosophy about what it is you're meant to do, something spiritual, maybe writing or some form of art. Um, But it's about you finding you right now, this true essence of you and building that up. Because I do see a partner. There is a partner, and they are, um, I, I feel like they could do something. They might do, I don't know if they're involved. They they're definitely get healing or like healing, but I feel like they could do something um, musical maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could do something, or you're doing something with designs. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, because it, the initial person that I <laughs> kind of came to Bali for is actually just re-entered to Bali, and it's this really interesting um, 
energy but what i i'm just like what the you know because i had i had a brief lover and then i had to kind of like cut them off because i was like no this person isn't um yeah just like just feels of cheatery cheater material yeah Uh, right i'm just like i'm not i'm not i'm not an option i am a choice so yeah um yeah, so I had to, like, whatever, and then, yeah, it's it's really interesting because now there's, like, all these other people that are re-entering, and so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, <laughs> Well, you're going but, to have a lot of people, a lot of options, but um, at the same time... Um, say this yeah there's a lot of options but at the same time you're to choose you first and then you'll you'll attract someone that also chooses you that's part of the thing you haven't really yeah you haven't really um chosen anyone right you haven't yourself you've chosen other people over you and so this is why I feel like it's so powerful. Um, let me look here. Um, you said Gemini on the ascendant, right? Or Scorpio? Yeah, Gemini rising, also Gemini North Node too. So it should be interesting. Oh here. wow. That's very interesting with as far as with relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have in the whole sign? Is um, is Scorpio in the fifth yeah, house? Yeah, because I have I have I have Scorpio in Sun, in Mercury, and in Saturn. In the fifth. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's going to be active. That's that's your creativity. That's also your self worth through what you put out there in the work. It's in the sixth. In the sixth. Depending if it's Placidus or whole sign. So that's. Mm, okay, yeah. Um. It's in the so if it's hitting you in the. Um, yeah, in Placidus it's the six. It is the six. I'm thinking whole sign. It might mm-hmm. be fifth. Um, so if the six, wow, this is a lot with what you do with your time, some kind of healing, I mean, healing your body, but also healing your emotion, your, your psyche, a psychological healing, a healing of your psychological development, your emotions, your mental emotion, anything like depression or bouts or getting, yeah, so this is about evening that out, but I don't feel it's anybody around you, but I do feel a relationship coming in. And the thing is, to draw that in, you don't have to, it's not like you have to be doing whatever you're doing. Uh, ooh, 111 right now. 111 while we're talking. Um, you don't have to be <laughs> like, oh, I had to wait to have my business. You just have to change the focus um, more to your soul focus and, you know, healing those parts. Especially when you told me you have 29 degrees, 
Would you say Libra? Yeah, my anoretic is in yeah, is in Pluto. Yeah, but yeah. what's in what's in Libra? What what planet is in Libra? Um, let me see. Pluto, Pluto. Oh, woo, girly. That's why. An anoretic degree. That's why. This, yeah. Yeah. That's well, why I know. the thing <laughs> is, gonna be, this is a. Well, yeah, Pluto conjunct the south node. So you got to get rid of how, how you've been re- the over-focus on relationship and other people and identifying through other people. This is about you getting into your gifts. And I think you could have a little boutique or something with someone else or your clothes or something, even doing tarot readings there, design some tarot cards. This is your time to level up on the on bringing more of the soul in heal those you know family originated ego you know woundings that we all have human woundings and because that that you're about to shift into a new way of being yeah and that's when that person comes in when you're 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 in that yeah you got a lot of healing yeah. a lot of stuff coming up but it can also be Attracting more people, especially with that, you know, the the South Node conjunction there, and at, well, it's not conjuncting yet, but especially at that twenty nine degrees, because you're you're ready to go into a new way of relating and seeing the world, and especially with Pluto. Now, the thing is, Pluto and Aquarius will be trining um, that energy, so your ability to transform. Um, and of course, the, the 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 square with with your you know your sun uh, squaring the sun, that's going to give you like that divine discontent, you know. That's going to give you the challenge. <laughs> but wherever Gemini is in your chart, and wherever that Libra is, there's going to be the ease of here's the way to transmute it. Here's the way to transform it. Here's the way to take it and make it work. You know, even if you say for every AF, you know, or effort they didn't get me or screwed me over or did this or that, I'm taking that energy and designing this or creating this or putting it into this. You've got to take that energy of what didn't work and the betrayal and all the, the stuff and you've got to take it like it like a like taking a big snowball in the snow. You gotta take that you know, you take all the snow, you bring it together, and you make a snowball and toss it. So you got to use that to create and move forward. Because there is an amazing person yeah. coming in for you. There is an absolutely amazing person um, that's connected to this next soul aspect of you that is coming out. But this is a new person, though. This isn't somebody. I feel so. Yeah. Is not a cheat. I feel like the last one was a cheater. I feel cheat, cheat, cheat. Well, yeah, yeah. He was was a momentary whatever. It was really good for co-regulation, but yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this is a different person. All right, sweetie, keep us posted. I want to get to a couple other people. Big hug. Thanks for calling Thank in you also. So Getting much, up early and call it. Yeah, I, I think been... it's early, right? Yeah, it's uh, 5 a.m. here. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, thank Just you so much. In. Big hugs. Yeah. Ciao from now. Lots of love.
Bye. Ciao, ciao. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Thank you so much for taking me. Um, my name is Tanika. Do you need my date of Tanika, birth? Tanika, hi. Yeah. Now, what do you want to know? I uh, wanted to know about uh, love life and any changes you see coming from me in that area or other areas of my life coming up. Okay, what in a love life? Hmm. Well, I'm getting a lot of stuff with work, work routine. Are you wanting to change jobs? Yeah, I, I would like to because I feel like that's my job. That's the gonna... first thing that's coming up. Yeah, that's the first thing that's coming up for you is a job change. I don't know where to I'm go. I'm going to kind of say the same thing for you that I did say Zoe. Um, you got to focus on you right now, changing the job, feeling better about yourself, your job, your career, what you're doing, and then I feel you attract someone. So you, I feel like the next couple months, it may be starting a little more, April, maybe a little March, April. Your little – something shifts in April. Let's go shift. You're going to be a little bit um, – like, I got to get out of here. I got to do something else. So I feel like you're getting that stirring now, but I feel like in the next couple months, you're really going to start looking at a different job. That's going to make you feel better. There, there's another job. There's a job that you're going to take that's somehow going to free you up or give you more opening or opportunity or it's going to be more – you're going to, I don't know, you're going to maybe say, well, if I take this and I make this amount of money and I'm doing this, then I can study or train in this. So, yeah, you've got a few, that's your main focus right now. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something around the house. There could be changes in the house or where you live also. Or you could be wanting to move. That's another thing that's coming up around you. Or you're talking, it, it, maybe you don't move right away, maybe the job is first, and then down the road you're looking at, you know, well, now I have the money to move or do what I, go where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Tanika, Tanika, I feel on a soul level, um, you're, you're leveling up somehow to get more to your authentic you, your genuine you, which is going to affect where you live and how you live and the work. It's work and something about where or how you live, your routine, or what's going on around you. Those two things have to change before you draw in that person because I don't feel them around you right now. Mm. And the first mm. change is, a, is something with the job. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that is making sense right now, but... Um, don't take this the wrong way, but there's a part of you that's looking for that relationship to get you out of the doldrums, to get you out of the disappointment or, you know, to give some spark in your life. And I get it. I've been there. But you need to get a little sparkle or spark first to attract the right one. That's going to be more of a match for you. Right? Yeah, I know it's hard. Yeah, huh? It has a lot to do with my chart. Um, A lot of my makeup, unfortunately, has that about it because of my chart. Um, well, my planet. I know I have Venus and Mars and Libra, and I'm a Sun and Moon in Virgo, and my Mercury is in Leo. Um, I would like to have children and get married and have you know Sun and Virgo. But but, but, okay, 
we always say the chart supposes and predisposes, but it doesn't predict. Because I've seen people have certain energies and they don't utilize it. Okay, you've got sun in Virgo. What else? What was the, I have the personal sun in, plan? Yeah, I have sun in Virgo, moon in Virgo, Mars in Libra, Venus in Libra, and Mercury in uh, Leo, and Jupiter in Cancer. Um, I'm going to oh, I have a third Mercury in Leo. Wait, Mars is in Libra. What else is in Libra? Venus. Okay. Okay, now Libra is not just about relationships, gang. It's it, because I would say you would be more relationship orientated with like a, you know, a, um, no, uh, what do you want to call it? ascended in Libra. But Mars and Venus in Libra, that look at that about your work. With Mar, mm-hmm. Venus being your values, partnership, but you might want to work one on one or work with something based on aesthetics you know, around mm-hmm. music, art, um, even like an, or if you're looking for a transitional job, maybe like an art gallery or, you know, something where there's music or design or you could go into, um, you know, home and housing, decorating, feng shui, feng shui, um, energy healing. Um, so the Mar, the Venus and Mars um that's a nice combo because Mars represents the masculine principle and Venus is the feminine. And so we look we're, we look in our chart, Venus shows characteristically what somebody that is more masculine-based or man or male would look for and Mars in the female or feminine-based, you know, or more feminine energy would look for the traditionally it was called the man. Mars shows what kind of man or relationship, or even what kind of, um, with Venus and Mars both there, what kind of business or p- business partnership. But Moon and v- Virgo is telling me health, healing, helping others, being of service. Whatever you're doing, you want to help. You want to be of service. You know, maybe also make things better, you know, emotionally. So I think the block emotionally for you is not your Libra. It's that moon in Virgo, a little bit sun, but it's the moon in Virgo where you, you take potentials, people that have potential. You want to make think people better. but So choose a profession that you do that or make a house better, a home, a garden better. But not to choose people that you just see the potential they're not there yet or maybe staying in relationships longer just to, to help or see it through or work through things. Because Virgo likes to refine things. Virgo goes, you know, it's health. Like, oh, let's make this better. Or this has potential. Um, Mercury and Leo is self-expression, writing, creativity, voicing. But yeah, I feel like you're you're up for a, um, you know, that Pluto in Aquarius is going to activate that Mercury energy and Mars Venus. You're up for an upgrade in what you do quote-unquote, for a living or how you live, where you live, and, and your job, career. And then I do feel stuff will fall into place once you focus on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's your moon. It's a little bit your sun, but it's that moon in Virgo. It's not your Libra. Because the Libra, Mars and Venus, that's that's a nice little coupling, you know, especially if you look at, like I said, work purpose what you do for a living or out there in the world or career or job if you connect that mars and venus in libra to your career or how you live 
like Venus, you would need something, a nice place, whatever that means to you, or nice things in your your home, whatever that means to you, or around your home, or being in, even in nature to some degree. If you connect into that ascetic band, what we call of Libra, the harmonizing principle, and do more activities like that, that's going to raise your vibrational frequency. That's going to make you feel more joyful, more hopeful, more at peace, more inspired. And then it's going to be you know, easier to live on the day-to-day stuff. Because that's another thing. Libra is not great with the day-to-day. Libra goes in the, you know, almost like Pisces in a way. It can. goes into Lala, you know, art, music, creativity. And what just So those, those are the things you want to bring into your life and earth them, anchor them, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think I would suggest you look in that direction with what it is job-wise and then ultimately career, and then you're going to open up because you're going to be more in vibrational resonance to your soul, then you will attract from that level. No more ha- no more almost and no more halvesies. No more two halves to make a whole. All right, Tanika, does yeah. this make sense? Yeah, it does. Like I am kind of like... I'm, well, I just relocated with my family, and I don't even know if I belong here. I don't feel rooted here yet. I don't know anyone. It's a state that I don't really feel like I belong in. I don't know. It's weird here, and I don't have a car. I don't know anyone, and everything is far. I'm at home working remote, and I just, it's like I feel stranded, you know? I don't even know if, I don't I don't know if I'm going to end up staying here. I don't know if I'm supposed to. I'm in don't a very weird place. Don't worry about that. Just get out and explore all the Libran things. The Virgo, Libra, and especially Libra things. Take a Uber, a Lyft, a, a taxi, ride your bike, sca- whatever, skateboard. Go explore all the Libra things, all the, you know, cafes, places where there's cool music, gallery, museum. Get out there and feed that part of you. Feed your soul. That is the soul loves all that also. And and other things will come come in into play but you need to feed that part of you to get a clear message to hear the clearer voice the true voice of you yeah okay you, all right keep us posted okay like, i gotta i gotta scoot i gotta scoot okay keep okay us sorry that's okay that's all right no worry no 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 all good definitely keep us posted hey keep us posted after you go out and explore and connect with those libra and all libra and things uh venusian could even be Taurus things. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much for taking my call. Dimitri you're welcome. With Karen in New York. Hi, Karen. Thanks. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome, Karen. I would just like to know um, what do you see coming ahead for me? Any good news? In what way? Money, meeting people. Let's see what's the next best big change. Thank you. Okay, diving into your, hold on, diving into your path. My my basic astrology, if if that's um, of interest. (laughs) I'm Aries, uh, rising Aquarius, moon in Leo. Um, You're Aries and your rising's Aquarius? Yes. Okay. The moon and Leo? Moon is in, yes. Okay, so you got a 
sun. I think my um, Mercury is in Aries and my Mars is in Virgo and Saturn in Virgo. I don't remember the others. Okay. Much. Okay, but Aquarius uh, rising, Aries sun, right? Yes. Okay, well, I can tell you, just because also tuning in, I'm getting a lot from the past. So you're going to be kind of, di- or this is the way to align to the energy for you, is kind of dig around in the past. What worked? What did you like? What kind of person? Or, you know, what, how were you being in the world when you felt most vibrant um, and connected? Um, and mm-hmm. also who was around you and what were you doing? Because you're going to be real, your identity of how you view yourself, you're going to get more into your authentic self. That's this kind of next opening for you. And I'm going to say like Tanika and Zoe, so there's a there's an energy for probably because due to the talk that I gave at the beginning of the podcast also, mm-hmm. for all of you, there, there's a the, the mission right now, on a soul level, is to get that ego part, the, the wounding figured out, understand your triggers, positive triggers, negative triggers, your conditioning, lessen, be less from conditioned response patterns, get more to the authentic you, the soul you, and doing more of that in your life and attract from that place. So mm-hmm. what I feel with you is there's a space right now and it may be even a space with people around you where it's like, oh, I don't totally feel connected to them anymore. Because you're changing from the inside out. You're changing on an energetic level, a molecular level. It's like what, it's almost like what drew you towards a per- certain situation or person is not going to be there anymore. So to some degree, you're filling up or refilling, refueling. There's a re- kind of a rebranding, reinventing that's going to be coming mm-hmm. up for you. So you see yourself differently and other people see yourself differently and feel you differently. So you attract from that space. So I am going to say I do see a partner or partnership for you. Um, by the way, because I kept saying golf courses, and I do hang out at a certain golf course that I do writing, but I'm getting this golf mm-hmm. course energy around you. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you're a golfer or near a golf, or it could be a park. There's a place with a lot of greenery that I'm getting around um, you. What is I'm that? I'm near a park. I'm near a park oh. um, by the Hudson River. Okay. Nothing about golf, but there is a park there, and I go there yeah. you know, when the weather is permitting. Oh, good. Go there. Go, <laughs> go there. Okay. There That's a, okay. Because you need to spend time there. I don't know. You may talk to someone, or you could even meet someone there, or it could be you go there to walk and then you get a tea or coffee and you start talking to someone. But what I feel is when you start going there again, and the weather clears mm-hmm. up, there's something shifted in your energy, and you're going to notice you're, like, attracting differently, like people starting to talk to you, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, or you can tell, oh, they, they kind of connected to my energy or they thought I was attracted. So, yeah, so... If you align to this energy, it's leading. It will lead you to what it is that you want. Hmm. Great. Yeah. Well, I've been doing yeah. a lot of work. I've been doing a lot of work trying to, you know, clear out all the baggage and all that stuff for a very long time. And uh, lately, I do feel a little lighter. I do. You oh, know what perfect. you said. Perfect. Makes a lot of sense. So yeah. 
Is there any advice? Well, and we always, well, no, we always, every now and then, we always have to do like a deep dive or house cleaning, you know, within our inner mm-hmm. psyche. So I would just keep with that. But the next thing what I feel with you, it's not so much healing. Yeah, you'll do your inner work or shadow work or look at conditioning or patterns. I feel for you it's more about going back and identifying certain things that you love doing, maybe even certain periods in your life and integrating that in an updated way. Right? Uh-huh. Like maybe you like going to the museum a lot, but you're not near a museum. But you might be near an art gallery. Or maybe you hung out in a lot of different art galleries, but there's no art gallery. You go to the museum. Or maybe you, on your walk or you're taking public transportation or driving or whatever, you notice a little cafe opened with um, artwork. Then you would go there and explore it. So there's certain things that you did in your life, in your past, that you need to connect with because those are going to be the connecting points that connect you with this new emerging aspect of your soul, okay? So whatever, those, whatever that is, or you may say, oh, I really liked when I dated so-and-so, or I really liked when I was married to so-and-so, or I really liked this friendship that I had. And then look, okay, what did I like about it? And then you're going to connect to that energy. So right now for you it's a lot of connect the dots, to this energetic pattern or the energetic matrix of your soul, which just means your soul design. And then you're bringing that forward, okay, to live that out and attract from that place. All right, Karen, glad you found us. Keep us posted. Call back any time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very inspiring. Oh, good. I'm glad. Well. Keep yeah. inspired. Appreciate you. Right. Many blessings. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you. Bye. Okay, gang, I've got one question in the chat, and then we're going over a little bit. So next week I will do this um, Pluto in the signs, um, in each of the signs, Ascended Aries, and I'll talk a bit about that from a soul level and what the oversouls have to say. So we'll still look at the collective soul. What does this mean on the collective level for you and also individual? Let's see. Jay in the chat. I'm Libra, Sun, Moon, and Cancer. Mercury and Libra. That's trying in Cancer Ascendant. Pluto and Virgo as a side. Anything coming up with this besides the fact that I'm a mother to many? <laughs> Yeah, don't you love that, Jay? Everybody goes, you're a mother to many. Well, obviously, too, with that, uh, is it moon and cancer? I wonder what your midheaven is. Moon and cancer. Well, moon and cancer can also be self-care, nurturing, working with women. Um, It can also bring just an awareness of your own cycle and to to move more in your own personal or individual cycle. Um, I would say with... um, Maybe something of bringing in more of the occult or getting other streams of income for you and and dipping more into um, more of your creativity or using your creativity in a different way. Um, I, I feel like you want to, Jay, I feel like you want to free up. I feel like this on a soul level, it's kind of how do I not be in the grind, whether in my life or my career or my work. Um, and how do I do my work purpose in different ways, right? So, again, I'm going to use the, because the, this is fairly non negatively triggering, even though we have negative and positive triggers. 
Um, but let's say somebody works in an art gallery and they're a great artist and, and they're doing well, but then they realize, I don't want to just work in the art gallery. I also want to be the artist. You know, and, let's, and so they start painting you know, and selling their art. And let's say somebody that's painting and selling their art is like, well, I don't want to have to depend on this. I'm going to do merch. You know, I'm going to do, I'm going to license my art so I don't have to just depend on that or I don't, so I can have a revenue stream. These are some of the things I feel, Jay, that you're going to be asking yourself. What is my revenue I have this revenue stream in my life. Um, and, and also it's about having people that are also part of that revenue stream. Who's enhancing your stream of energy, your stream in your life? Okay, so you're looking a lot at the deeper meaningful relationships in your life. What is a deeper meaning relationship? Uh, you know, what does that look like to you? For, for you to them, to the other person, and from them to you. What, it, what, what brings deeper meaning in your life? Also, great time for you to study metaphysics, the occult, understand those properties and how to manifest your life or shift your life or enhance your life through the metaphysical aspect of life, the occult, the metaphysics, spiritual studies, spiritualism, um, the understanding of energy and the unseen and how what is unseen or psychological, deeply psychological, also working within the subconscious would be good for you um, as well. Let's see. We got okay. Real quick, we'll do one more. Okay. Hope that helped, Jay. Let me know in the chat. Okay, brethren, brethren, time. Sag, Sun, Moon, and Aries, Aquarius ascendant. Woo, baby, get on ready. Pluto, Aquarius. Okay, Aquarius. Um, Sag, Sun, Aries. Okay, so. You too, there's um, what I talked about, who was it with? I think Karen. You're changing how you see and view yourself and how others view you. So with that, you might have held yourself back, that Sag, Sun, Moon, and Aries. And so it's getting that balance of connection and relationship but also a sense of freedom. Is it freedom to roam, freedom to express? Express yourself verbally, express yourself through some kind of art or, or some kind of form, freedom of expression through your day, through your routine, through where and how you work. Um, so you're going to be weighing a lot with people, other people, and how they are in your life. You know, what's the balance of you and others? Okay. Um, you're also going to be getting a new world view or a different world view is what I'm being told. And, again, it's going to have something to do with what about me or my life. So something in your life is starting to take more key precedence. Now, it could be a characteristic of you. It could be a quality. It could just be a focus. It could be an activity. But you're going to be looking through the lens of how does this support me and, and my bigger vision or what, do, what I want to do. So you might even change some things in your routine or what people expect of you. This could change expectations. There could be certain expectations. I also feel contracts or soul contracts or obligations or responsibilities. You're going to be looking at certain things different. No, I can't do that or I can't do that as much or I'm putting my energy over here instead of over there. 
so the biggest thing I feel for you is a, a, a identifying differently, and maybe it's less identification with being locked in to a role or a label, but you're also going to be looking at the world and possibilities, uh, what's in front of you in your life differently. And if something that you want to do is not immediately in your future or your present possibility, um, you're going to look and find a way. How do I make this a possibility for me? And I'm going to leave everybody with that. Thanks, for everybody, for being here, by the way. And thank you all in the chat for helping ground the energy and really connect in and co-create this with me. Also, everyone that called in or just even listening by phone, really do appreciate all of you. So here's what I would say. Um, is right now look at ways that you're in your own silent revolution. What's changing or what needs to change within you? Or how can you take existing circumstances and use the energy of that to parlay it into something else that is more soul-fulfilling? And also within that, how can you understand that you are a collective? You are part of a collective even though you are an individual or individuated aspect of the all that is, individuated aspect of the universe, individuated aspect of God. You are both a living question and the answer to the question that you have this life. No one else is going to be your answer. So if you answer your own question this lifetime, start answering your own question. Move from your own why. Why am I doing this? Why? What do I want to do and why? And how do I do this? How? How do I want to express myself? Why do I want to express myself this way? If you answer that, then you can bring other elements in, which means people. Because people will always be a part of the equation on this earth plane. Because we interact, we express an experience through people as well as situations. People are reflectors for us. They mirror us, but they also reflect the other thing is look at yourself in this world as not just a projector. You're not just projected your needs and wants on people. As you heal more from the condition response patterns and the various wounding within your life, you begin to move into perception. And so you begin to have a divine dance with reality. You have the divine dance with the universe, with the earth, with the world, where you're no longer projecting and you're no longer buying into the projections of others. You move into perception. You begin to perceive the multiplicity of this universe, the holographic imaging of this universe and of this world and of this earth. And then when you begin to dance from there, something magical opens up. You open up. All right, lots of love and light to all of you. If you feel a resonance with this, Please share. The, I don't ever ask that. Share the video. Share the podcast. Whatever. What do you call it? Share. Share it on YouTube. If you subscribe to Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube, uh, I'd love for you to connect also on Instagram, Michelle Mache on Instagram, uh, Soul Insights and Tarot on Instagram. Subscribe. Show some love, everybody. I do love you, and I really had a great time today. Thank you. Thank you so much for this a uh, very fulfilling and joyful time with you on this Wednesday. All right, make a great day, night, and keep shining bright. I'm getting woke and Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. 
For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you alone?